0: Hello and welcome to the Future of UX podcast. I'm Patricia Reiners, UX UI designer and creative resident at Adobe. In this episode, I have the great honor to talk to Koi Wing. Koi is the principal designer at, the, at Adobe at the moment. He's also a writer and generally a leading figure in the design community. He writes a widely read blog on design and technology, which is called Subtraction. Many of you probably know it already and he hosts Wireframe, an awesome documentary podcast about design. Previously, Koya was co-founder and CEO of Mixable. Um, he was also the design director of New York Times uh, online, and he also co-founded a design studio. He was named one of Fast Company's 50 Most Influential Designers in America. So I'm so happy to have Koi uh, on the podcast today and yeah Koi shared his vision about the future of design and the importance about democratizing design in our society and we also talked about the future of tools since he is working on a design tool which is called Adobe XD probably many of you already know it and this tool shapes the way many designers design experiences so I think this is super fascinating Enjoy this episode with Koi and don't forget to rate it on iTunes or share it with your friends or your colleagues if you liked it and if it inspired you. So let's start. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for um, taking the time for the interview today. I am a big fan of your Wireframe podcast, so I'm feeling super honored having you in my podcast today.
1: Thanks so much for having me.
0: Yeah, and I really can't wait to talk to you about the future of design and like how you see the future um, at Adobe, but also for the creative industry. And um, yeah, before we're starting with the main topic, I would um, love to get to know you a little bit better and for those who maybe don't know you at all, um, give them a little intro about what you're doing and um, yeah, a little bit about your background. So. Yeah, if you want, you could talk a little bit about um, your role at Adobe and what you're doing there at the moment.
1: Sure. So at Adobe, I lead design for Adobe XD, which is our new UX UI design tool. And it's a team that's spread across offices in San Francisco, New York, Bucharest, Romania and Bangalore, India. So it's it's a pretty pretty big team across a lot of geos we are adding new features to XD every day to make life better for UX UI product designers anybody who needs to design digital experiences and I've been here at Adobe for four and a half years now and it's been a yeah it's been a really fun ride it's a real privilege to get up every day and think about the problems that designers people like ourselves think about and try to create solutions for them so um, before adobe i had i've been in design a long time Um, i've done design at studios agencies i've done design in-house i've done it at startups uh tech companies uh media companies um i used to run design at newyorktimes.com i um i co-founded a studio uh in the early 2000s i um, i've freelanced for a bit i've done consulting, I've done almost all the different kinds of jobs that are available for designers to do. Um, I just really consider myself a designer first and foremost. I really am passionate about the field and the industry and the people.
0: That sounds awesome. Such, a, such an interesting uh, background. Now you're working at Adobe, so what does a typical day in your life look like? So what are your responsibilities at the moment?
1: So I lead a team of designers. And so I meet frequently with the, there's a staff of managers who report into me and they're running squads of designers working on various aspects of Adobe XD and also working with other teams at Adobe, building bridges to other products and services. Um, So there's a lot of product work, but I'm also a part of the leadership team for this business unit that is... Uh, developing adobe xd into a real business a real franchise and so i work with the vice president of our business unit i work with the leaders from engineering and product and marketing and and program management and we're essentially thinking at a strategic level plotting out the future of adobe xd and the business and trying to turn it into um, you know the next big revenue stream for Adobe.
0: Awesome. That sounds super interesting, um, especially talking to all those different areas, like right? development, business, and those kind of things. Do you see that as well as an important part like for the future of design? Is that this is something you're just doing because you're more in the management um, position, I would say?
1: I really do see it as part of the future of design because as design has become more influential, we've seen that it can have many many consequences both intentional and unintentional and for designers i think it's incumbent upon us it's our responsibility to try to guide the power of what we do to the best possible outcomes the best possible effects so the only way to do that is really to go beyond just the design of a product or an experience or an app or a website and to really engage with the business with the industry at large to make sure that the path forward for design is is clear, that we're contributing to a holistically beneficial solution for our users, and that we're getting to design the, the, the whole job, we're getting to solve the whole problem, not just a slice of the problem.
0: Yeah, that makes definitely a lot of sense. It sounds like you're really passionate about like the whole topic, especially Adobe XD. Um, and I was wondering, what are you enjoying the most at the moment like um, in your design team? What kind of work are you enjoying the most and the least?
1: <laughs> well, I'll say the best part of the job and also the hardest part of the job is the people. And that's really what has kept me at Adobe is the people have been just great generally, but making sure that The designers that i work with and also that our partners in the business are you know working well and getting what they need um, both from a sort of functional standpoint like are they able to do the actual work of design are they able to work with their partners in engineering and marketing and so forth effectively Um, but also making sure that they are engaged at a career level and they're engaged uh, at a passion level w- with uh, the work that they do and that they are on the right track and moving forward. That's some of the, the best and the, also the hardest work um, for any design manager. Uh, um, I'm, I'm sure it's not unique to my situation um, because if you can really find an opportunity to help a designer activate a new part of you know their repertoire, that is really amazing, and you can help them flourish. And if a designer gets into a a funk or into a you know a situation that's less than inspiring for them, that's really difficult. You really have to figure out how to to make sure that they are um, you know really able to um, to contribute to the best of their ability.
0: Like, what are the things um, which help people usually to? get inspired to enjoy their work especially like workflows and those kind of things. I know that you're um talking about those things at Adobe a lot so I'm interested to hear um like your opinion on that as well.
1: Well the question is what helps people get inspired or what helps people do their best work? It's really a sense of agency. Are they in charge of the problem that they're working on? Can they make decisions? And that that, to, to create a, a an environment where they have agency it's sort of a multi-level problem you have the organizational um, level where you, know, you want to make sure that they are working with the right people and they have the right responsibilities and then there's also the problem of are they getting the time and the the, the resources the materials that they need in order to fully activate themselves and do their best work and um and then there's just like a you know the the level of you know their personal idiosync oh, i'm tripping on that word but just the their their particular needs or their particular desires or or you know, um, challenges and you it's different for everybody and you want to sit down and make sure that um Even the best org chart and the best uh, conception of how a team should work together or how squads should complement each other, even that is sometimes not going to be a great match for somebody who might otherwise just be a terrific designer who has a ton to contribute. And so working with them to adjust to an org chart or working with managers to adjust the org chart to really compliment the people that we have. And I think it's it's a really important balancing act.
0: And what you just said about like giving people like agency or helping them to feel in charge of something. Um, is this something you also promoting or like want to support in like Adobe XD, for example? Um, I know that, I, I'm not sure if that's a good example, but uh, I remember when you inquired SaySpring and integrated voice. Uh, as one of the features, so we as designers are able to prototype for voice. Um, it's also like an awesome thing, right? To like be in charge, like do our own thing and not wait for developers to um, build us a prototype or something like that, right?
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. So when we think about features in Adobe XD, there's the challenge of just creating a tool that is, just really fluid for them to use. But we also try to think about it from the perspective of what's gonna make a designer more successful in their job. And so um, that's why we have tried to integrate lots of different aspects of the design process into XD. So you can, um, you know, create a design, lay it out and do all of the, you know, the visual, Uh, intricate visual work that's necessary to create a really effective interface and then you can quickly uh, wire it up and turn it into an interactive prototype that really helps you communicate your ideas. You can also animate um, aspects of your interface so that they really come alive and you can add another level of intuitiveness to your design and you can share it out with people. Um, uh, If you are working on an experience that includes voice. You can prototype for voice right there in the same environment. You can type in what you want the prototype to listen for. And when it hears it, um, you can you can um, tell the prototype what you want to hear back. And there will be a, a, a synthetic voice that um, speaks it back. And so all of this is available in one seamless experience. And that gives you the ability to to really let your imagination run free, you have the agency to solve the problem in the way that you see fit without having to rely on developers, as you say, or without having to jump to different tools or master different interfaces and you know, deal with all that friction that's necessary in order just to, to visualize your idea.
0: So when we're talking about um, Adobe XD, for example, or like any like UX um, tools or so, um, if you if you think about like the future, um who like who are you actually seeing using Adobe XD? Like you know, so many people are like experimenting with different things. So who are actually like the people who are going to use it? So,
1: so the the primary user of Adobe XD, who we really build it for is product designers, UX UI designers, people who are trying to build world-class apps and websites and experiences of all kinds. And that's really our main audience, our main customer, that's who we focus on the most. Um, But what we try to do is build a tool that is not just powerful enough for those folks, but also simple enough for them to to take up if they are switching from another tool or um, uh, are trying Adobe XD for the first time. And that focus on simplicity has a kind of a halo effect for people who are, I guess you could say, tangentially involved in the design process. They may not be designers themselves, but they are involved in the creation of copy, for instance, or they're involved in the setting the the strategy, or you know, um, you know meeting certain goals for the performance of the product. Um, so. Um, so those people they can interact with what designers create through um, web links. So if a designer creates a, a, a you know twenty or thirty screens for an app, for instance, and, and wires them up in XD, they can with a push of a button export them to the web, and the um, their partners in the business, their stakeholders can see that work. Um, and comment on it and developers can also get the specs they need and download the assets that they need so in that way the the um idea of adobe xd is not just a an app not just a, a you know a, a program it's really a platform that allows allows a lot of people to become involved in the design process and basically the, the ultimate goal is to make design teams faster and also make design faster in all kinds of organizations.
0: I think it's so interesting what you um, just said that um, like those new UX design tools actually help to democratize design in some way um, that not only designers, but other people are designing as well or are more integrated in the whole design process, which is super interesting because if we if we look back or so, I don't know, like InDesign, Photoshop, those kind of things. Only designers were able to use that, like understand it, and you know, like could do all the magic. And now other people um, are able to learn it really quick uh, and can do their design, um, do like or in like um, interfere in the design process as well a little bit, especially with design systems and those kind of things. So, how do you see um, the future? Um, On those things actually like in like five or like six seven years um what is the role of the designer of the ux designer there if like more and more people are uh, being integrated in the design team and doing their own like adjustments design prototypes testing and those kind of things so where's the role of the ux designer product designer um in this team
1: well first it's accurate to say that we really believe design is going to become really a key discipline in every kind of organization. And it's going to become more prevalent, more influential, more critical to the success of all kinds of businesses going forward. And so yes, you'll absolutely have more people involved in the design process, and they will get their hands on the work product of designers more and more. I don't think that that is going to Diminish the role or the importance of the designer. In fact, I think it's only going to make designers more and more important in businesses. And you know, I've talked about this and, and written about it a lot. But the more we democratize design, the more uh, uh, we are actually elevating designers, and, and that runs counter to a lot of concern that you know, if people who are not trained designers get involved in design, that that designers will somehow be shoved aside. And I think that's actually completely the opposite of what will happen. And we can take a look at engineering and technology as a parallel um, because design is so closely linked. If you think about technology, engineering, coding, um, programming, what have you today, many, many more people are involved in that part of the business than before. And, um, As that's happened you can take a look at the role of developers they've only become more and more essential to the business and so i see that happening with design as well we're already starting to see that happen we're seeing more designers becoming parts of executive teams leadership teams becoming more critical to the evolution of uh, any company and um, so i look at it as a, a good thing for the world of design if uh we become more and more inclusive of all the kinds of partners and stakeholders that we work with at companies
0: yeah yeah absolutely i um i completely agree um on that uh, i think it's super interesting to see that or uh, what's happening at the moment uh, everything around like ux design in general that design really gets some value um designers really like how you say get a seat at the table and be able to um, discuss certain problems of course from the design perspective but it's super uh, super valuable um like i think from most people's perspective if they um know what it's all about right um and especially if we're thinking about um new technologies um, which is a, like, a huge topic at the moment voice for example i know um that's a huge thing for um for adobe XD. So how do you see the voice, especially? I know this is one of the features you integrated, but um, where are you seeing some opportunities?
1: We are obviously really bullish on voice because of the investment that we've made to it. I think that's a really strong signal as to how we feel about it. If you think about the world of immersive media that we're entering, whether it's AR or VR or what have you, it's really clear that um, regardless of which path we go down, that voice is going to become a really important complement to these immersive experiences that we build, Um, because um, voice is so direct and, and, um, you know, in theory, so relatable that it it becomes just a a powerful, or or very effective anchor in um, these new experiences, which can be um, quite disorienting. Um, And Voice is also, of course, just taken off like wildfire with Alexa and Google Assistant and Siri. Um, and once you start integrating voice into the way you work or even the way you, know, you live, um, we've got um, smart speakers all over our house. Um, it just becomes really, really, na- really natural and, and almost transparent or, or, or um, invisible to you. It just becomes a part of the way that you live. And that's, that's just a sign of successful technology. I think voice is still in its early days and there's a, a lot of growth to come um, uh, and of evolution to come in these um, these voice assistants that we've got. Um, and I think part of what's needed is the participation, the contribution of designers because I mean, part of the reason that we, we jumped on adding voice to XD is we saw that the way people design these Alexa skills and you know, Google Assistant um, uh, actions and, and uh, voice apps of all kinds is that we saw that the process was essentially the same as a product designer, UX UI designer might undertake, except uh, generally without visuals or with visuals um, uh, as only the, the secondary layer. And so it's, it is UX design, it is product design. It just happens to be less primarily visual.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's super interesting hearing you talk about like those visions, kind of. And I assume that your your team has a lot of like visions for the future. And I'm wondering how are you able to, you know, staying in the details and thinking about like all the details of things which are like, you know, next in the pipeline, but also keeping like the vision and the future and those kind of things um, in mind and not forgetting about that. So not getting lost in like, you know, details.
1: Uh it's it's uh it's not easy and i think i don't know the secret to it because um you really have to get the details right and every day you are pulled into the reality of trying to ship new features to ship new products and that is very very time consuming but you know we have set up our org in a way and also set up the way we operate in a way that we are you know, periodically trying to make sure that we keep our eye on the horizon, make sure that we're seeing what's coming, and um, uh, and we're planning accordingly. And um, I think we've done a, a pretty good job of that. I mean, I think there's always room for improvement, um, and there'll be some curveballs that we have to contend with, uh, I'm sure. Um, but um, it's um, it's a balancing act for sure.
0: That makes sense i think like one of the awesome visions you definitely accomplished is that it's so like the whole adobe XD uh, design is super minimalistic and so easy to learn and um, and this is something uh, i find super fascinating because our job as a designer is like lifelong learning so we are learning like all the time but i am interested actually to hear your opinion about Uh, how to learn for the future so how to educate yourself how to you know stay up to date um, which is not only about like learning you know like a product like a software or something like that but more about um, technology and um, understanding and human beings and those kind of things right so do you have any tips or tricks
1: yeah I say that the challenge is really to stay curious and, and try to remember that technology is constantly changing and that that's part of your job is to, to be aware of the change, to adapt to the change, to, um, to remain interested in the change, open to the change. And, and it's hard. It's, it's hard just because. You know, acquiring the skills just to stay current is not easy for for sure. You really have to do both. It's sort of like the last question that you asked. You have to remain focused on the details while also thinking about what's coming. You know, what's coming in the next year or decade. Um, uh, I find that that reading. A lot is a huge help and also writing. I think writing is a really valuable skill for any designer because it helps you process what you read, the ideas that you expose yourself to. It helps you formulate new ideas and it also helps you tell the stories that really underpin every successful design. Every design is really just a, a kind of narrative about how people can sort of benefit from technology and, um, if you can do that in written form, even if you never end up writing something that gets put in front of a user, it's still going to help you tremendously to have that skill of being able to formulate, you know, words, sentences, paragraphs, like a you know a whole proposal or a presentation deck, what have you, to help people understand the vision of what you're trying to do. So that's incredibly valuable.
0: Yeah, that definitely makes sense. Um, and I'm wondering, um, so... I already said, like, we are already talking about your own podcast, the Wireframe podcast. So how is it for you, um, like, um, preparing those episodes? I know that you're always, like, focusing on one specific topic and then, like, doing a lot of research about that and seeing different opinions on those kind of things. Is this for you also something where you learn a lot or is this more something about, like, just sharing what you already know? So how do you see that?
1: Yeah, so Wireframe, I I should say that there are are so many great, Design podcast out there. What we try to do with wireframe is create a podcast that sounds like um, sounds like a documentary sounds like you, something that you might hear on you know public broadcasting or BBC or something where we tackle a single topic each episode and the topics might be anything from dating apps to um, to uh, you know privacy and security to um, yes yeah. Um, and what we try to do is find the, the story that tells people about how design matters to that, to that subject. And we interview people, we go out into the field we get, you know, audio from, um, from real locations. We bring people together and facilitate conversations. And then we... Um, we edit it and turn it into a, a story, like a full story from beginning to end that hopefully reveals something about the world of design and how it's everywhere and um, and helps people understand how it works. And I learned a tremendous amount every single episode. I've learned a lot just working on this podcast because I'm not traditionally a broadcaster by any means. So I've had to learn a lot about that uh, audio storytelling and, and what works in this medium. Um, and I've been really grateful to hear when people say they enjoy it and that they learn something too. And also, um, not just designers, but also people who might just be, you know, curious about design. And I think, you know, it's one of the best things I hear is I'm a designer and I really, really enjoy the show, but more than that, my, my spouse or my, you know, my, uh, my mother, my father, they're, they've been listening to this too and they find it really fascinating. And I think that sort of gets at this opportunity to help explain what design is to the world at large and making design more relatable, more understandable. And I think that goes back to the idea of democratizing design. If you can really just help design go everywhere, be everywhere, influence everybody, be understandable to everybody, that just creates a whole new... Opportunity, a whole new vista for what design can do.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, and from my experience, more and more people are getting interested in like UX in general. If they once understood what it actually is, they're seeing it everywhere. It's the same with design. Uh, once they realize that, they're seeing it everywhere and they appreciate in, uh, it even more. The same with like UX failures or something like that, um, or like UX. Um, user experience um, to switch are like completely sought through. So people are um, appreciating that more and more because they, uh, I think they realized what it actually is or what it actually means. Right. Um, so uh, one question I'm asking everyone, and I'm also super interested to hear your opinion uh, about that, although we already sp- uh, spoke a little bit about that. Um, if we are talking about the future, so the next like 10 or 15 years, where do you see the role of like product UX, uh, or like general designers uh, in our world in our um, society? So how do you see the future of UX?
1: Yeah, so I, I think that we're just at the beginning of designs expansion into our lives into culture and society and i think if we are successful in making sure design grows in the right way meaning it's a, that, that it evolves in a way that is beneficial to us then we'll see design hopefully we'll see design conversations in places we never see it see it today we'll see design conversations on you know television shows and in you know the new york times the new york times does not have a design column you know colonists um, the way they do an architecture columnist or a financial columnist um, we'll see yeah we'll see um, you know people everywhere who are conversant in the language of design who are perhaps able to with the aid of new new software tools able to create experiences on their own to you know there's so many the way technology is evolving, it's becoming so easy to harness the power of of various apps and services today to your own ends and and sort of create these micro applications or experiences that really service your own specific needs. And that is a kind of uh, sort of development activity. It's also kind of a design activity, too, because you are essentially creating an experience for yourself. So it's there's just a a huge opportunity for design to become even more embedded into our daily lives and hopefully we can do it in a way that's thoughtful and conscientious and and really uh, fully considers all the ethical implications and ramifications of of what the design can do with the power that we have
0: thanks for sharing that um Yeah, that's super interesting. I honestly have never thought about um, that the New York Times hasn't like a design column. I haven't really thought about that, but yeah, (laughs) would be awesome to have that. Looking forward to that in the future. What would you recommend young designers who are just starting out now or in the next years? uh, Where should they focus on? What kind of skills do you think are they going to need uh, to be successful?
1: Um, So I think that designers starting out today i think you really have to to you know learn the tools learn the technology that's available today and and master it and hopefully the tools today are are easier to learn than ever before i i think that's that's true i think they also have to learn how to communicate and um and um and adapt and you know these Echoing things that that we talked about just a little while ago, they just have to uh, learn to be curious, learn to to continually be you know exploring new opportunities and new new kinds of technology and new implications. So they um, they they can't um, just be uh, content to master the things that we're talking about as an industry today. The you know the the technologies or the, the methods or the tools they they have to keep in mind that as I said technology is in a constant change uh, technology is in a constant state of change and the true job of des- of a designer is to sort of surf that change and make it um, palatable make it relatable make it accessible to real people.
0: Yeah, that's I think that's really great advice and probably super helpful for the. For the listeners here i guess we already talked about like resources and you were talking about books um, as a great hope to get better so are there any books or blogs or something you can recommend to read anything that inspired you the last years
1: um well at the risk of sounding too self-promotional um um, i've been writing a blog for a long time at subtraction.com about design and technology and culture um I, uh, I also, one of the things that I've been doing at Adobe is we've created this, um, this new online publication called XD Ideas. Uh, you can find it at xd.adobe.com slash ideas. And this is a place where we're bringing together all kinds of voices from across the industry to talk about user experience design, um, not just how to do it, but where it's going and how it's changing. Um, and it's, um, it's, even though it's called XD Ideas, it's not about trying to sell you Adobe XD. It's really just about, you know, our goal of making designers successful, um, as thinkers uh, of design, as, as people who are are charting the future of design. And so, um, I heartily recommend that, you know, we, we're posting tons of great stuff all the time. There's, um, it just launched in uh, November, 2019, but there's already, more than 200 articles there um, uh, and there's new stuff coming in all the time
0: awesome i'll link a blog and all those things you already mentioned in the show notes so people can check it out and i will also link your personal um, blog there i think that's super interesting for people You're also posting really cool things on Twitter. So everyone who's on Twitter should definitely follow you. Um, It's always super interesting what you're posting there. So if if people want to follow you, where can they find you? We already talked about your blog and about Twitter, which is uh, definitely a good thing to follow you. But where else? Do you have anything?
1: Yeah, I'm at Koi on Twitter. I, to be honest, I am... (laughs) Trying to wean myself off of Twitter, uh, not completely, but uh, you know, there I go through periods where I spend too much time on it, and I'm trying to be more present in my day-to-day life. Um, uh, and I write at subtraction.com, um, and um, uh, if you ever want to, you know, uh, ask me about anything Adobe-related, you can just email me at koi at adobe.com.
0: Okay. Awesome. Okay, great. So people can um, can find can find you if they have questions or something like that or uh, should definitely check out your blog. Um, that's super interesting. I'm going to link everything um, in the show notes so people can um, can find you and check out what you're doing. Um, yes, yeah, so Koi, thank you so much for, uh, for your time, uh, for your interview and for being so honest um, about the industry and the future. Um, yeah, I really appreciate that. I think it was super interesting. So thank you so, so much for for your time.
1: Of course. Thanks for having me on. This is really fun.
0: I hope you enjoyed this amazing episode with Koi. It was a great honor for me having him him in the podcast today. I guess many of you already know that I'm a creative resident at Adobe at the moment. So I am super interested to hear more about Adobe's perspective, um, about the future of design and experience design. Um, and i'm also a huge fan of the fireframe podcast uh, so yeah it was really awesome having Koi today at the podcast so if you like this episode and if you find it inspiring and it helped you in any way feel free to rate it on itunes or share it with friends or your colleagues and if you have any feedback maybe feel free to text me um, on instagram you can find me at ux.patricia i'm really looking forward to connect with you um, there and yeah stay inspired and hear you in the future